Compass and Clock. I'm your host, Mary Copeland. This infotainment podcast explores how to live your best life now and well into retirement. We'll discuss topics in financial planning, housing, and insurance. We'll talk wellness, relationships, and leisure activities. A full active life requires planning for your goals and preparing for the unexpected. I'll introduce you to a variety of guests from knowledgeable experts to folks sharing stories of their life experiences and so much more, because life is big. All is intended to help guide you in planning for what you need now and at any age. Like and subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Today, my guest is Annette Atkinson. Annette is an herbalist and a graduate from the Holistic Cannabis Academy, and she continues to study the benefits of CBD and the other 100 cannabinoids found in the hemp plant. Every day we hear more and more anecdotal stories of miraculous success in relieving pain, anxiety, and many other conditions affecting our ability to live our best life. In recent years, the regulation for studying the effects of CBD and other cannabinoids have loosened up and U.S. clinical trials are now happening. CBD is an alternative and holistic health service, non-psychoactive, and can be used to treat a long list of health issues. Today, Annette and I are going to talk about the multitudes of holistic benefits that CBD provides. Welcome to the show, Annette. Thank you so much, Mary. I'm really happy to be here. This is a topic that I'm extremely passionate about. CBD has certainly changed my life and many other people that I, that I know and work with. Um, I do need to start with just a small disclaimer, so get some legal stuff out of the way really quick. All content I provide is for informational purposes only and not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of anything you've heard me say. So got that out of the way. And again, I'm really happy to be here, Mary. Thank you. Well, I know you are extremely passionate and knowledgeable about CBD, and I am asked questions often, and I have actually asked you to speak at other um, Zoom meetings and seminars because more people want information about CBD and really how it works. So why don't we just jump right in, and can you tell us in um, terms that we can understand what CBD is? Yeah, well, I can certainly try. It's a big topic. But in short, CBD is simply a compound um, that's found in nature. It can be found in the cannabis plant for sure. It's short for the word cannabidiol. So CBD is a compound that we find in the cannabis and hemp plant. So, it's a molecule. Okay. So um, what is a cannabinoid? Yeah, that's another, that can, that can take like three, four days. To, but in short, a cannabinoid is a type of compound. So when we're talking about CBD, CBD is a cannabinoid. It's a phytocannabinoid. And what does that mean? It means phyto, it comes from the plant. Cannabinoids themselves can actually be made in a lab where we would call it a synthetic cannabinoid or in our bodies, and when it's found in our bodies, it's called an endocannabinoid. 
but CBD itself is a phytocannabinoid. That means that it comes from the plant. And that type of compound in the plant, um, there's about a hundred of them, I believe. And there's several different kinds of compounds other than cannabinoids in the hemp and cannabis plant. Um, terpenes, flavonoids, a lot of those have holistic benefits as well. But in the line of cannabinoids, CBD is one. And the other one we hear a lot about is THC. That's also a cannabinoid, an endocannabinoid. So yeah, they're in short. So is CBD cannabis or is it hallucinogenic? Um, yeah. So again, <laughs> all these questions, this is great. Getting these terms defined, we really need to do when we're talking about CBD. So is CBD cannabis? No, but it is a compound that can be found in cannabis. And people are probably going, wait a minute, I thought CBD was hemp. Well, in short, the cannabis plant is the scientific name and marijuana and hemp are both cannabis plants. Now the government has given us some definitions so that we can separate these two. And it's based on how much THC, right? The cannabinoid that we think of for that hallucinogenic high, how much of that is in the plant. So if there's a little bit in the plant, the government would call it a hemp plant. If there's a lot of THC, the government would call it a marijuana plant. In historically, we have a another way of defining these two terms and it's based on the use. So hemp has in the past been known more as an agricultural crop that we use to make textiles, um, building materials, clothing, because the stalks are super, super strong. And so when it's grown for that purpose, we think of it as a hemp plant. When it's grown for medicine or recreation or religious purposes, we usually think of it as the marijuana plant. So back to the question, CBD is found in the cannabis plant and it's not hallucinogenic like that other cannabinoid THC. Okay. Now, um, I don't mean to go off track at all, but when you say CBD is not hallucinogenic, there are different ratios within it. Like, is there ever THC in CBD? So there's not THC in CBD okay. because CBD is its own molecule. Gotcha. But in the products that you purchase, when you go into a store and you ask for a CBD product, it's not going to usually be pure CBD. It may have some other herbs, terpenes, or cannabinoids, sometimes including THC. So it's important that when you're going shopping that you know what you're asking for. And even in a CBD store, um, there can be trace amounts of that THC cannabinoid. It'll be very minuscule amount because by law, in order to not be in a cannabis store, it cannot have a lot of THC. But that small amount um, most of the science or a lot of the science shows can be very beneficial in helping that CBD go to work. And it should not be enough that's going to cause any of that psychoactive high. It's just enough to open the door like a lock to let the CBD get in. Thank you for explaining that because I think there's a myth behind, you know, CBD and it being hallucinogenic. And so thank you for yeah. Uh, explaining that to all of us. 
So when I was doing the introduction earlier, I mentioned that CBD has a long list of health issues that it can address. So can you go over some of these, such as the pain management, inflammation, et cetera? You know, just let's bullet through some of them and talk about how CBD can really help somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I'm going to start with defining one uh, another term that I think really helps us understand why CBD works so well in the body. Um, okay. It's been a secret for a while, um, and that is this thing known as the endocannabinoid system, right? We have many systems in our body. We have muscular system, digestive system, nervous system. Well, in the late 80s, we also learned that we have this thing called an endocannabinoid system. There's receptors in our body for cannabinoids. Our body actually makes cannabinoids. So we make that same kind of compound that CBD is um, one of them. So that's why when we start to look at how it affects everything, it's this system. And the big secret is that they believe now that this endocannabinoid system is actually the balancing system or the system that brings homeostasis to our body. So it actually sends signals to all the other systems. So when your digestive system is out of, out of whack, the endocannabinoid system may signal it. When we understand this, it's easier to believe that CBD and other parts of the cannabis plant can have such an array of effects on us. So when you asked about, let's say, pain management, because that's the story I know best, I have arthritis really bad, and the inflammation in my body causes pain. So what we believe CBD does is decrease inflammation, therefore releasing that friction, and we're not in as much pain. Any disease that is inflammation-based seems to be highly uh, positively affected by CBD. Um, most neurodegenerative diseases, uh, Parkinson's, epilepsy, those kind of things, we see a relaxation come about from CBD. People actually stop seizing and their tremors are reduced to almost non-existent, which is amazing to watch. Um, there's great videos online where you can see someone be administered a dose of um, cannabis, whether it's CBD heavy or THC heavy in different ratios, and watch them actually stop within minutes. It's it's kind of remarkable. Um, the government has even now uh, made a prescriptive drug that is CBD extracted from the plant. So the government now has said, yep, there are uh, medical benefits to this plant. And children are prescribed CBD for a specific kind of epilepsy called Dravet syndrome. Um, and it's just showing wondrous, wondrous results there. Um, things like dementia and Alzheimer's that we think are created and get worse because of plaque in our brain. CBD seems to be able to strip plaque, so um, can slow down progression. And in some cases, they now believe actually uh, reverse the effects of it. Um, it's just, there's so many, so many different areas. I, I will put a shout out to one website that I really love. It's called pubmed.gov. That's P-U-B-M-E-D. Gov. This is a website where you can go on and look at um, 
clinical trials, meta-analysis of conditions, and not just on cannabis or hemp, but on any drug. I'm sure we could look up some of Moderna and Pfizer and see what the true um, results were when they did those tests. It's, it's a great site to get research. And when you're looking at your own health, we need to become more active participants. And so PubMed.gov is one of those sites. When you go on there and you put in the word CBD, there are well over 400 um, sites and trials and clinical information about what they've used CBD for. It's amazing. Thank you for um, sharing that website. I know you yeah, talked about it before. Um, it's a great one. A couple of the other ones that I know um, CBD you've talked about being beneficial for would be weight loss, or a glaucoma or sleep disorders. Yeah. Anything you want to elaborate on that? Sure. Um, glaucoma, interestingly enough, that was the first, uh, the government used to actually prescribe and hand out joints to people in the US to treat glaucoma. Um, it's about the optical pressure, and I still believe that it can be very beneficial. Um, but that's a historical thing you can look up. It's pretty funny. There's actually one woman still alive who I've met who gets joints from the federal government once a month to treat her glaucoma. Um, when it comes to sleep disorders, CBD itself isn't necessarily sleep-inducing like Ambien or some other kind of sleep aid. But what we find is that relaxant that it gives us, you know, when we go to lay down and we're tense and we just need our shoulders to let out our little release, CBD seems to help with that. We also, in herbal medicine, do a lot of compounding. So CBD, along with some other herbs, seems to very much benefit people in sleeping when uh, people first start to take CBD, no matter what condition they're trying to treat, I usually recommend taking it at night in the beginning um, because it does offer, offer more relaxant for some people than others. I take mine at night, my normal uh, 25 milligram capsule that I take every day for my arthritis. And I think it does relax me, not necessarily to sleep though, because I am able to take it uh, during the day for other purposes as well. Um, when you talked about weight loss, I, I'm not as familiar with that. Um, again, I think the relaxant part of it that takes our brain off over heightened focus on one thing, whatever that is, um, might be part of the reason that it um, has been recommended. I think there's some other cannabinoids and terpenes um, that it's usually compounded with that are showing those benefits for um, uh, aiding in weight loss or even increasing food. You just talked about that you take a capsule. So CBD comes in different forms. Can you share that with us, the different types of um, ways to administer it? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you can get CBD as a topical, which is just going to be like localized pain relief, but those endocannabinoid receptors are in our skin. So it seems to have a greater benefit than a lot of topicals. But when you use a topical, it's not changing the underlying reason that you're trying to focus on. That's when we take it internally. And that can be in the form of a tincture that's sublingual we put under our tongue or a capsule that we eat and goes through our digestive system. Or it can also be what we call a fully transdermal uh, application. 
meaning it's not localized pain relief. It's actually meant when you put it on the surface of your skin, you put it where your veins are close and it's meant to get into the blood. All of those ways of administering, and there's several more, there's nasal sprays um, and several different methods, but those are the main ones. And it doesn't matter which way you take the CBD, it's about bioavailability, meaning how much of the power of what you take becomes available in your system. So when we take a capsule and it goes into our digestive system, we lose a lot of the power through elimination and other processes in the body. So if you take a 100 milligram capsule, you may only get half 50 milligrams or even less of that left to administer through your body. When you put it under your tongue, some of it's going directly into the bloodstream. So we raise the bar of how much becomes available. And then that fully transdermal, almost 90% of it actually becomes available in the body. So that leads me into this next question, since you were telling us different applications in which to, um, we can take CBD. Um, how can somebody um, get educated so they know how to shop for CBD. What would you recommend there? Yeah, so the education part is really going to determine where you can shop, right? How educated you are yourself and how comfortable you are prior to going into a store. Because nowadays you can actually purchase CBD at your local Chevron gas station, Barnes & Noble, Hallmark, um, as well as a cannabis store or a CBD store and the, or online. Um, and again, the choice of where you want to go to do that shopping is going to be dependent on how much knowledge you already have. Obviously, if you walk into Chevron, they're probably not going to be able to educate you in any way. You'll need to know what you want and that they have it. But if you go to um, a CBD store, obviously they're going to be the most educated. That's all they sell. That's their primary focus. They'll probably be able to spend more time with you um, talking about what condition you have and what you're looking for and more options, right? Um, Hallmark, Barnes & Noble, probably going to be pretty close to that uh, person in the Chevron, not really educated, um, so it is really based on the level of your information prior to going in. You can do a lot of research online yourself and see what might help or not help. That CBD store can probably also give you some of those websites or um, extra information for you to look at besides just what they have. The one thing I think is really important though when you are shopping for CBD um, or or anything really, is knowing that the product is quality. And right now, CBD is a highly unregulated market, meaning the government really has no regulations um, on the, these things that you're putting in your body being good for you. So things like pesticides, heavy metals, um, molds, all of those things you know, when you're growing outside, especially in the Northwest, can happen. And you want to make sure that what you're putting in your body doesn't have those things. So you want the product you're purchasing to have been tested by a third-party lab. And you should be able to ask anywhere you go to buy if their products have been tested. And that's probably the key part for the education that you want to know what you're getting. Now, if you're purchasing your CBD in a cannabis store, 
then it is highly regulated. And you can be pretty sure that even that CBD you're buying, if you're buying it in that store, has gone through some government regulations and had to be tested in order to be there. Excellent tip. Um, we have time only for one more question because we have to wrap up in a couple of minutes here. Okay. But I know you can use CBD for pets. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, certainly. So that system that we learned about a little bit earlier, the endocannabinoid system, our animals have it as well. So almost any animal that has a vertebrae, so your dog, your cat, your whatever pet you have, your cow, um, have the same endocannabinoid system. And that's why CBD works for animals like it does for us. Uh, most people have a couple different categories that they use um, these products for their animals. One being um, arthritis, like I have, our big dogs get hip dysplasia and they're in a lot of pain. It works for them the same way it works for me. Also anxiety, which we didn't talk a lot about for um, humans, but that relaxant that CBD seems to give us that helps with anxiety, people will use that for their pets, say like 4th of July, exactly. just to give them a little bit calming feeling or, you know, a big holiday when a lot of new people are coming to your house. It doesn't knock them out again, doesn't make them high, but it just helps them relax a little bit. And then immune boosting, which again, for us as humans as well, that CBD is just healthy, keeping that endocannabinoid system in balance, giving it a little boost on an ongoing basis, kind of like we up here take vitamin D because we're not getting enough of it in the Northwest. So that immune boosting. Um, and then after surgery, again, for humans, I didn't talk about, but that's another main reason with animals. If they've had a surgical procedure, one, it can relax them and also keep the inflammation down. So yeah, Excellent. it works great for pets. Excellent. Well, I do have to say thank you, Annette, for educating myself and our listeners on the many, many benefits of this natural healthcare alternative. I honestly don't think everyone is aware of the many benefits that CBD can provide. So um, if you have a website you would like to direct our listeners to for more info, can you kindly share that with us now? Absolutely. Um, Arenda up here in the corner, cbd.xyz. Um, so instead of .com, we are at .xyz. We also are open with a physical store on Clear Creek next to Highway 420. So that's on the website as well. And there's a phone number you can give a call and ask questions. We are here to educate. We love this plant. So for those of you that are in the local area of Kitsap County, um, that's in Silverdale, but for those listeners that are listening around the world, um, definitely go to websites as um, Annette had suggested to learn more about CBD and how it can help you and your pets feel better. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you Annette for joining me today. And until next week, have a great week everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks so much, Mary. Bye. Bye.